Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. The United Auto Workers Union in the United States has begun simultaneous but limited strikes against Detroit's three automakers, Ford, GM, and Stellaris. 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 At plants in Michigan, Missouri, and Ohio, with 13,000 auto workers walking off the job. The union is demanding a roughly 40% increase and additional concessions. The automakers have countered with an approximately 20% increase offer. When this might morph into a full U.S.-wide strike, and what might we expect from Canada's auto workers represented by Unifor, we don't know. Unifor's contract with automakers in this country expires next Tuesday. And although the union is negotiating only with Ford at present, is a full Canadian walkout of auto workers possible, and what would the impact on our national economy be? Lana Payne is the president of Unifor Canada. She joins us on the Roy Green Show. Ms. Payne, thank you very much for joining us. Congratulations on your um, being voted in as the president of the union. First woman president of Unifor. Well done. Thank you very much, and thanks for having me today. We're in the thick of it here at the Sheridan Centre, uh, for sure. Uh, and how are you doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you for asking. When you say you're in the thick of it, what do you mean? We're uh, we're at last minute bargaining now. We our deadline is uh, obviously 11:59 on uh, Monday night, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll get to a place where we get a collective agreement with Ford Motor Company. But I can tell you right now, things are going very slow, and we're still far apart, and we're running out of time. So, can you tell us what you're asking from Ford and what they're offering in response, just in general terms? Yeah, generally speaking, because we haven't been releasing offers uh, as they have been in the United States, but we have comprehensive proposals, uh, Roy, around a number of issues. Our members were very clear on their priorities, pensions being uh, the number one. Uh, our members have not seen improvements in their in their pension or in their retirement security since 2007, uh, so that was very clear, and I toured uh, every single plant uh, before going uh, to the bargaining table, and uh, and I heard it clearly from our members when I did that as well. And uh, obviously, wages and and income. Uh, this is this is not just unique to this round of bargaining. Uh, it's it is happening uh, at every single bargaining table in in Unifor now, and perhaps with every union in this country. Uh, when you look at uh, the affordability crisis that so many are, are facing at the moment. And, uh, and thirdly, uh, particularly with Ford, it is, you know, making sure that we're protecting our members through this EV transition, uh, that uh, there are strong income uh, supports for them while their plants are being retooled. And, uh, and I can say uh, without a doubt that we, are, we, we, we still have, uh, you know, met some resistance from Ford Motor Company on a number of those priorities. And uh, that's a big part of the reason uh, we don't have a, a deal yet. Um, is there any chance, I don't know if you'll answer this or not, but is there any chance that you would work together, work in tandem with the United Auto Workers in, in, in the United States and create a North American 
labor dynamic challenging the big three? Well, for us right now, we're trying to get through these few days and hopefully uh, get an agreement that our members can support. And, uh, and then we'll make a determination on Monday uh, where we go with this uh, if we're un- unable uh, to reach an agreement with Ford. Our, our other members, uh, we've extended our agreements uh, with Stellantis and uh, with General Motors right now. Our, our strategy in Canada was to pick one company, get an agreement uh, that could be patterned with the other two. Where, so obviously our other members are not in a strike position. And you would, uh, you would be in a situation in the United States where they had a different strategy. They targeted all three companies at once. So, so a, a, little bit, a, a little bit of a different scenario uh, playing out here. But the industries, as you know, Roy, are very well in- interconnected. And uh, anything that happens in the U.S. has an impact in Canada. And anything that we do here has an impact uh, in, in the United States. I mean, our Ford engine plants in, uh, in Windsor uh, supply quite a number of, of, uh, of the plants in the United States, uh, including uh, the, the, the fabulous uh, Ford uh, 150 uh, engine. Yeah, and, and the, the, you know, we call them the big three. We've always called them the big three. But certainly the, the big three have not done too badly as far as their profitability is concerned in recent years. Absolutely. I mean, really interesting about this, given all of the challenges through the pandemic, and this has been true of a number of corporations, of course, all the supply chain challenges. uh, You know, we've had a lot of down weeks at some of our plants in Canada as a result of that, both in auto parts and in auto assembly. Uh, but but for these automakers, uh, they did very well through the pandemic. Uh, they continue to do very well, uh, you know, billions and billions of dollars uh, in profits. Uh, at, this, at the same time, the industry is going through a significant transition. So a, a lot of money obviously has to be invested into that transition. Uh, it, it, happening at the same time, of course, is the United States government and the Canadian government have recognized that to make that transition as successful and to get a share of those investments, they have been, uh, you know, providing incentives. And we saw that with uh, the VW battery plant and, of course, the Stellantis battery plant in Windsor. Uh, but, but there's no doubt uh, about it. There is uh, a lot of profits here at the moment. And, uh, and our members uh, read the business pages, too. They know what's going on. Well, let's talk about that. Your members uh, rejected tentative agreements, as I understand. Uh, they re- uh, basically what's happened right now is uh, at the bargaining table, we, we rejected the first two uh, basic economic pr- uh, offers from Ford Motor Company at the moment because they did not meet our core priorities, which I uh, outlined to you. Uh, so we're still at it. We're still bargaining with them. And, uh, and we have had, you know, members in other sectors, of course, that have rejected a tentative agreement. That is, the, the, that is part of the time that we're in right now. People are struggling uh, all, across, uh, all across Canada. When you look at, you know, the cost of housing, interest rates are now driving, uh, you know, the cost of a lot of things in this country. And, uh, and everybody uh, understands that we have a, uh, an affordability crisis that people are, are trying to get through at the moment. What about the uh, the labor availability? Isn't that an issue for the automakers as well? There just isn't uh, a, a surplus, if you will, of uh, skilled labor available. It's just not it's just not there across the board. Am I right or wrong about that? Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that has been you know front and center at our com- with our conversations with not just Ford but all of the automakers 
is, you know, retaining and recruiting, uh, you know, in the skilled trades, but more generally. And, and that's been a, a big issue at the talks, the, at our talks as well. But, you know, it's, it's, we, we obviously have a tightening labor market here in Canada. And part of what we have been arguing is this is why, uh, boy, the income support side of things when we go through retooling. So, for example, if Oakville Assembly is going to be down for six months, then, then what does that income security measures uh, in the collective agreement have to look like to make sure that, that Ford Motor Company is actually retaining those workers during that period and, and people are not going off and, you know, finding employment somewhere else. And, uh, you know, this is going to be key because we also understand and know that if this transition to EVs is going to be successful, they're going to need our members, their, their experience, their skills, uh, their productivity uh, to be able to make this a success for them. And, and those are the kinds of, uh, you know, clear arguments that we've been making uh, at the bargaining table. So, Ms. Payne, what's the, uh, you know, what's the priority issue for you? Is it, uh, is it salary? Is it wage, you know, wages or is it pension improvement? Um, is it security as the industry moves toward EVs? Is there is that one item, one issue that's a really of a significant priority to you? I would say to you that we have to make movement on all of those issues. That we've we've narrowed this down to to, to those three kind of priority issues, as well as of course investments, and in in some cases, uh, you know, fighting for more investments for our plants. Uh, we know that you know we're in a moment in time right now where a, a lot of money is being invested in the industry well over 25 billion dollars in Canada since 2020 and uh, and we know that there's more to come and so the backdrop to this round of bargaining is that for the first time in a generation we're actually bargaining at at a point where the auto industry footprint is increasing and expanding in Canada and and that's a good place for us to be this is a, a strong bargaining position that we're in right now. And, uh, you know, our members have been very clear. They want to see improvements in, in pensions and wages and, uh, and uh, you know, any number of other issues. And they've given us very, very strong strike mandates, 98 and 99% across the board. Okay. Uh, so, you know, the, the question here now for Ford Motor Company is it's time Ms. to Ms. get Payne, serious. May I, may I just interrupt you for a second? Just tell the studio yeah. that Environment Canada is calling. So maybe you okay. guys would answer that question. Carry on, please, or answer the call. Uh, go ahead, Ms. Payne. I'm sorry to interrupt. All good. Uh, I mean, we've been very, uh, very clear with Ford Motor Company that we need to see uh, movement on all of these issues uh, in order for us to be able to get a deal that can be ratified and supported uh, by our members. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.